evening. I hope that we are doing well. Happy Sunday evening. I hope we've had an awesome Christmas period. I hope that we are doing well. Um, it is Sunday. It's that point of the year where no one really knows what day of the week it is. I'm just going to send a couple of invites, get as many people joined in the conversation as we can. Really looking forward to tonight's interview session. It's going to be a lot of fun. Get some people involved in the conversation with us. If you're here, let me know you're here. Let me know you can hear me loud and clear. And then I shall get started. So a couple of invites going out. If you are catching up on replay, let me just say thank you and appreciate you. Drop a hashtag replay. Um, if you are catching up on the podcast or YouTube, let me just say thank you for joining. Thank you for spending your time with us. Uh, I appreciate you taking your time out of the day to support Always Better Than Yesterday. So here we go then. Episode 29 of the Always Better Than Yesterday interview sessions. Now, uh, this is the last one of 2018 and I've had a awesome, awesome time speaking with some very, very inspiring people over the last, uh, what is it, nearly nearly eight to nine months. So um, the if this is the first time you've ever joined me, please drop a red love heart emoji. Let me just virtually fist pump you and just appreciate you've taken the time out of the day to, to join us. Um, and if you are a returning always better than yesterday interview session watcher, listener, viewer, hearer, Drop me a blue love heart emoji. Let me know that you're doing well. Bethan, Jess, Paul, how are we doing? Good to see you guys. Um, so yeah, here we go. Episode 29. Um, and tonight it's going to be a very, very powerful conversation. We are joined by uh, Troy Brown. Now, Troy is a bodybuilding champion. He is a uh, He knows what it takes to win. And he is a um, mindset coach as well. So it's it's going to be a fantastic conversation once I can finally get Troy on. What I initially had a um, uh, an acceptance from Troy and now it's disappeared. If we can try that again, Troy, if you've got the, the invite, um, whatever you did a minute ago, it's disappeared, but try that again um, and we should be good to go as long as your phone's in landscape mode. So for those people that have watched the last few weeks worth, you know I will have had some Facebook troubles in recent times. There's nothing that we can't overcome. Um, let me just send Troy a message. Okey-cokey. Talk amongst yourselves while I get this set up and sorted. I hope that we've had a good Christmas period. And again, this conversation with Troy is going to be awesome for our mindsets heading into the new year um, in order to really focus us on showing up. Showing up, whatever our goals, whatever area of our life that might be, um, what Troy will share with us, I am sure, will will inspire us to um, put one step in front of the other and be better than yesterday for sure. Once I can get it to work. 
we will get this to work. Keep him calm, but I am burning up in this jump. This was not a wise decision to wear a jumper on a Facebook Live. So we've just got some technical things we're just trying to work out right now. Stephanie, nice of you to join us, Stephanie. Now, the irony is I can bring Stephanie up on to the, the stream, which if you will remember back to, I think it was always better than yesterday, interview session number eight or something like that. Stephanie and I had to do it via the phone because we couldn't bring her on. So there's ironic if I've ever had it before. Okay, let's get this working. If you've got any questions for me or you've got any questions for Troy in the meantime, then do put them in the comments. Let me know what you are thinking, what mindset help, what mindset insight that you might be after this evening. Uh, Chris is online. Chris, how are we doing? Great to see you. Just having some technical. There we go. Troy wants to be on the video. Let's sort this out. Here we go. We are good to go. Can you hear me? Loud and clear. Can you hear me? I think so. Fantastic. <laughs> that was a relief. I was figuring out how am I going to get get on live here but it's uh we figured it out and you know, i had to get my uh, other half to help me out here because uh for some bizarre reason i couldn't find the acceptance button from you but we figured it out so that's good teamwork fantastic well thank you for joining me thanks for taking time out of your day can you do me the honor and the privilege of introducing your good self to the the audience Absolutely. Well, thank you so much, Ryan, for having me, first of all, and, and Merry Christmas to everybody. I hope they had a great Christmas and Happy New Year uh, in the next day or two. But um, as Ryan's already mentioned, my name is Troy Brown. I'm, I'm from London, England, as you can probably tell from the accent, and I live in Canada, Ontario. And my, my background, my story, just a, a very, very short version for the listeners is that been a pro athlete for for many years, and I, I, I played soccer in England and was a professional at that. And uh, to cut, a long, to cut a long story short, I got out of um, playing professional football and got into weight training and fell in love with that. Got bitten by the bug. Absolutely loved the – it's an individual thing. It's an individual sport, whereas, as you know, football, soccer is it's a team effort. So I just fell in love with competing and getting on stage. Long story short, I ended up doing really, really well at bodybuilding did about 39 contests, turned professional in 2006, did about five professional shows, um, put that career behind me finally after a, a long sabbatical in 2011 and uh, went into network marketing for six years, got mentored by the legendary Bob Proctor for six years, which was an absolute blessing. Wow. And then from there, I really got intrigued by mindset in 2007 by The Secret, which was kind of my gateway. Mm -hmm. And my first gateway book was the um, it was the book called... The, the Power of Your Subconscious Mind by Joseph Murphy. That was my, my, my gateway book, so to speak. And then from there, um, my partner and I, 
uh, Jasmine, really started leveraging the, the fitness element and really focusing on mindset and really helping people change their paradigms because we understood that if you read the book Maximal Malt, Cybo-Cybernetics, Cyber or Psycho-Cybernetics, he talks about how you can literally transform or you can fix someone's face, as an example, but after they had their operation or their surgery, they still have the issue. The, 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 the subconscious issue is still yeah. holding them back. Yeah. So that's what we realized is that we had to get to a deeper level. We got to get to root cause. I think what people are doing in society is they're changing their body, but they're rebounding, they're gaining weight, they're putting it back on again. So that's just basically a, a position where the individual is finding things um, they're, they're doing the right things, but they keep losing the weight, gaining it back, keep losing the weight, gaining it, gaining it back. So what we found is that we've got to get to root cause. So mm -hmm. we really started studying the mind more seriously. And uh, we started working with more mentors and coaches and here we are today, basically really transforming bodies, but understanding that the body is an instrument of the mind and whatever is impressed through the mind is going to be expressed through the body. So it's, it's, um, it's a process. It takes time. But if someone's willing to do the work and really work on their mind while eating the right foods, mm. while embarking on a, a healthy lifestyle, they can absolutely change. And there's two ways of changing by emotional impact or forced repetition. We go with the latter. And unfortunately with forced repetition, it's the correct way to do it. But with the, the first one I said, which was the emotional impact, meaning something extremely negative has to happen. Mm. So what we do is we tell them you have to keep doing the right things day in, day out. You've got to focus on the bookends morning and night, really focus on programming your subconscious mind when the subconscious mind is wide open first thing in the morning, the last thing at night, yeah. while you're doing the work, while you're doing the physical, while you're eating the right foods, and just know that Rome wasn't built in a day and through time and persistence, which is what my, my podcast is called the persistence mm. factor. You'll absolutely get there. We just can't tell you how long it's going to take, but yep. if the person has desire and has made a true decision, they have no plan B to change their body. If they change their mind first in conjunction with the physical, they can absolutely change. So this is where I am today, really living life on purpose and really helping people change my objective and my goal is to transform a thousand bodies. But in order mm -hmm. to transform a thousand bodies, we have to identify what caused the problem in the first place. Mm -hmm. And that is the subconscious conditioning, the bad habits. And this is what I learned from Bob and obviously through many, many mentors and you know, being coached by the best people in the world. They, they really taught me that anybody can change their physique. Anybody can change their body. The problem is, can it be sustained? Can you maintain it? And in order for someone to maintain it, what they have to do is understand how their mind works. Mm -hmm. And once they understand how their mind works, you know, consciously, subconsciously, that's when they've really got the keys to the kingdom. And, and that's where we come into it with our Apex Life business. So I'm, I'm really yeah. grateful that I can share this with you. Amazing. And I'm really excited for, for what we're about to share with these listeners. And I know you are so in alignment with my core values and my philosophies as well. Mm. So th that's really kind of a short version of, of, of what I do and kind of my background. I, I accidentally got into sports and then really through trial and error and, um, doing very well at those sports and becoming one of the best in the world at bodybuilding, uh, I realized that through an injury, it wasn't my purpose. It mm. took a really, really bad injury for me to walk away. And once I walked away, I realized a whole new world has opened up. Mm. And I really realized now that my true, true purpose is helping people uh, transform, not just physically, but mentally, but also focusing on permanent change, but it takes work. Yeah. 
what an introduction. I love that. And, you know, there's so much within what you've just said that absolutely speaks to, to what I'm all about. And, you know, I, I think I said to you on the phone yesterday, I think that, you know, it's, it's the way that people think will inform the way that people act, which will inform the results they get. It's, it's like what you're saying. It's the inside out. Um, and it all starts with mindset, which is why I'm really, really looking forward to learning from you in this conversation, you know, and I think if we can, let, let's take a step back to your your bodybuilding days. And, you know, if, if I can ask you about your mindset, you know, were you even familiar with the concept of mindset, you know, when you were competing? I always understood the concept of visualization. I used that process when I was mm. playing pro football in England. Yep. And I also used it every single day when I was bodybuilding. And I think with bodybuilders, they get a bad rap, but honestly bodybuilders are like artists they understand that they use their minds to sculpt their body mm. arnold said it best arnold schwarzenegger is like we're sculpting our physique we can add certain bits to our physique mm. through the power of our mind through the power of visualization but obviously on top of that you've got to do the work yeah. and with bodybuilding as you know it's a it's a 365 thing there's no break mm. so yeah it's when i was doing the soccer thing i understood visualization was extremely powerful and it really helped me to turn professional as well and now I just teach these these philosophies and these principles to, to our clients. But in the beginning, when I was intrigued with the mind, I always knew there was something more when I was playing football. And I understood the power of repetition, that mother, uh, repetition's a motherable skill. Mm. So it was, I kind of got introduced to it gradually. And when I saw The Secret, which they don't talk about action, obviously. They only yep. talk about, you know, you can, you, can, you can think of something, get into alignment with it. And if you are calibrating or you're on that vibration frequency, you, yep. can, you can manifest things into your life. And I agree with that. But at the same time, you must take massive, massive action mm. too. And unfortunately, that's what the secret didn't talk about. Yep. But yeah, I think it really came to light when I moved to Canada in 2007. When I was with my previous partner, she was the one that really got me intrigued in it she actually forced me to watch the secret because i didn't want to watch it i yeah. just thought it was a bunch of uh rah-rah you know it was a bunch of uh, woo-woo as they call yeah. it and when i watched it i was just in so intrigued with it and then i watched what the bleep do you know and i got in intrigued with that and uh there was a gentleman that uh, particular um that that particular documentary i can't remember the guy's name now he focuses on the brain Oh dear, we got a couple of his books in our library here, but I've forgotten his name. But he was another gentleman that I was really intrigued by mm. too. So yeah, it, it really started in 2007, watching The Secret and then the Gateway book, you know, Power of Your Subconscious Mind. Mm -hmm. And it's just been a, a snowball effect from there. And as you know, with this stuff, with the mind, it's infinite. It goes on and mm. on and on. It's like a rabbit hole, right? Mm. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I guess um, with, um, you, you talk about purpose and you said that, you know, you, you've, you've discovered your purpose later on, but when you were, you know, competing, when you were, uh, you know, at, at the top level, what was your why at that time? Honestly, it was just to be one of the best in the world. I wanted to get to the Olympia mm -hmm. stage. That was the Super Bowl bodybuilding. Mm -hmm. So I got pretty close in my first rookie year in 2007. I got nominated for Pro Rookie of the Year with a gentleman named Kai Green. And I got on a couple of front covers as well. And that was a blessing. But uh, yeah, it was just in that moment when I was bodybuilding, I also knew that it wasn't my true calling. Mm -hmm. But with bodybuilding, as you know, it's very ego driven. Mm -hmm. And I love the sport so much. I still believe it teaches you discipline, but it's a huge element of ego involved. And when your subconscious mind or your intuition is talking to you, what happens is you kind of suppress 
what your purpose is. So I kept suppressing it for, for many, many years because I really believed, my ego believed that my purpose was to be a professional bodybuilder and to inspire people to through, through bodybuilding, to, mm. to inspire people mm. to go for more. And I really thought at the time I was going to do it through bodybuilding, but little did I know it was going to be through what I'm doing right now. Mm. So yeah, it was, it, it, it was, it's been a roller coaster ride figuring out what my purpose is. And I, I've been through many, many battles with my mind, depression, anxiety, mm. um, being an entrepreneur, building a business. It's, it's been, it's been a roller coaster ride, but I believe that's also part of the journey. And it's part of the uh, persistence factor journey too, because everyone is developing their own story. Yeah. And if it was easy, honestly, Ryan, everybody would do it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I think for me, it's just been, there's been a lot of life lessons. There's been many, many ups and downs. There's been many times in my life that I've been homeless twice. And I'm here to tell them, the person that's listening right now, if they're watching me live or they're watching the replay, mm -hmm. that if you just, even though it sounds cliche, if you just basically have a, some type of coach or mentor and you're willing to do the work and you're patient, I say that word a lot, and you're persistent, mm. you, you, you're going to get there. Am I where I am? To, am I happy where I am right now? I'm very grateful, but I also have discontent. I want to, mm. I believe that we're here to want more. We're here to grow mm. and there's nothing wrong with wanting more. I'm just a very curious individual that really wants to do more and really wants to serve more people. And in order to do that, I've got to get massively uncomfortable yeah. on, on a daily basis. So, I'm kind of giving you like a, a, a rough version of, of, my, of my mindset and I don't script anything. I just basically come from the heart mm. and I believe that the right person's listening. And when the, when the student's ready, the teacher will appear. Right. So mm. that's what's been for me too throughout my career is I've been through defining moments when I've hit rock bottom, but I found some type of a coach or mentor. I've been, and I knew in that moment by intuition, that was the right person to allow me to teach me and coach mm. me on how to change and when I was in those dark times. So mm. I've had many coaches, many mentors that I still talk to today. And I really believe in the power of having a mentor and a coach mm -hmm. is something that I preach. And I think everybody needs some type of coach or mentor in their corner to hold them accountable if they're going, going for something much, much more, going for a greater purpose, if that makes mm. sense. Wow. Mate, I, I, you could probably tell by the smile on my face, like I could, I could speak to you all evening and, a lot of what you said is really, really resonating. But I'll take you back to what you said about ego because um, a really, really good friend of mine called Matt Partington, he put me in, in, in touch with yourself and really recommended that, um, that I follow you and, and, and get in touch with you because um, he saw you compete in 2006. Um, I think there was a year that you, you won the title and he said that you made time for him um, and he asked you some questions. And, and it's interesting you say about ego because that he didn't pick up on the sense of any ego. There was something about you that made time for anybody and, and little old him at the time. Um, and he said you, he gave you some advice around um, reducing the number of days training and up in the intensity. And he said that those words that you shared with him in 2006 have, have never left him. So what is it about that then? Why, you know, you talk about ego, but there's, there's something more to you than, than that. What, what was it about that that made you give up your time for other people? It's a really good question, Ryan. My uh, my partner Jasmine says that what she sees in me is that I have a love for people. Mm. And I love to talk, as you probably have already realized since being on this uh, little uh, podcast, if you want to call it a podcast or live Facebook. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I just love people. And I always, 
always love to give some type of um, you know wisdom to somebody, you know, especially if they're asking me for advice. And I really want to sort of over deliver as well and, and really give them some 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 tools and some jewels of wisdom, as I call mm. it on my podcast, to really inspire them to make that change. But it all it all goes back to just loving people and 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 I love it when somebody takes the information and they apply it. I think we're bombarded by so much information right now on the internet. Mm. Anybody can really get the best nutrition programs, the best training programs. And really you have to find obviously what works for the individual, but at the same time, you must take massive, massive, massive action. Mm. And I think so many people with this information that we have at our fingertips, it really puts people in an analysis paralysis and they're like, you know, should I do it or should I, or should I stop or, you know, should I go for it? And they get that hesitation. Mm. And I think with, with myself, when I'm meeting people or, you know, former fans of the sport that, that I get to meet, um, I, I just, I just love to help. I just love to serve. Mm. And I think that's mm. why I, I'm in a position right now, Ryan, where we're serving and helping a lot of people, but I know I can do more. I know I can do more. And I think with the platforms that we have with Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, Yep. Snapchat, you know, we're now in a great opportunity in the world where it's a great time to be alive. If you really, really think about it, because with social media, the world isn't getting any bigger. It's getting smaller. Now we're getting even more closely connected as, as, as individuals. And it's, it's amazing. The opportunities that are out there, how we can talk. You're in England, I'm in Canada. Yep. And it's like, we're literally having a cup of coffee together, having a discussion. It's, it's, it's phenomenal. Yeah. I love that. One other thing you talked a little bit about was intuition. How would you describe, how have, how have you developed your intuition? As I said earlier with bodybuilding, it's, it's, it is very ego driven and I don't shy away from anything. I'm an open book. And sometimes with bodybuilding, when you are getting ready for a contest and you're very tired and um, you feel like you're going to die because your body fat's so level, uh, so low, sorry. And your, your intuition gets suppressed. And that is a huge problem in, in, in the sport. And I think a lot of athletes, not just in bodybuilding, but just in general in other sports as well, really need to go back and listen and be quiet. This is why, you know, Jasmine and I, we, we preach meditation. You know, meditation doesn't just mean being quiet and being still. There's other forms of meditation. I actually find going to the gym, mm -hmm. weight training, very meditative. I was talking to Dorian Yates on a podcast recently on my show, and he would say that when he was getting ready for all these contests, he actually found that the harder he pushed himself in the gym, he actually found that that was a spiritual side to yeah. bodybuilding. And I absolutely agree with him. So I just think as human beings, we've got to go back to the basics, the e essence of who we are. Mm -hmm. And intuition is one of our higher faculties. But unfortunately, none of us use it. And we would rather say, hey, Ryan, what do you think I should do? We really do. We really have the answer inside of us. Mm -hmm. We're just afraid to get quiet. We're afraid to get in solitude and to be on our own. Mm -hmm. We want busyness. We want to be distracted, TV, social media. But every now and again, we've got to take time out. And I believe a great time to do that is first thing in the morning. I preach getting up at 5 a.m. Mm -hmm. or, or getting up on the F, so to speak, 4 o'clock, 4 a.m. or 5 a.m. And that's a great time to, number one, you're not going to be distracted. No one needs you at that time mm -hmm, anyway. Mm -hmm. So you can really get quiet and get still and listen to that inner voice. But it takes time to hear that inner voice. So people just have to be, again, I'm going to use that word again, so patient 
and be consistent. Yeah. And if they do it over time, you know, they say, what, 66 days it takes to form a habit now, scientifically proven. If they will keep going, I guarantee you, without being distracted and being quiet, they'll find that voice from within mm. and then they'll look for guidance. And that's how they don't seek outside of themselves. They actually go from within and they will be given the answer in time. And that's exactly what I had to do through many, many you know, life-defining moments and um, going through a lot of anxiety and a lot of depression. Mm. I had to get back to the basics of being quiet and get back to who Troy truly, truly is. Mm. And that's why I've been able to identify my purpose. But it could take six months. It could take a year. Who knows? Mm. But if you stick with it, and if the more you stick with it, that causes faith and that causes expectation. Mm. Now you know it's going to come to fruition because you expect it. Mm. hopefully that makes sense <laughs> epic answer that was um we talk a little you talked a little bit about kind of competition and stage and um another thing my good friend matt partington said he said um he remembered the stare down on the stage between you and zach khan um and he said that there was something intense about that showdown and, and you ended up walking away victorious that day tell me a little bit about what goes through your mindset uh, in, in competition phases and you know the nerves creep in it's Talk me through your stage mindset. Well, that day, I don't actually remember that day. It's a complete blur. But I remember oh, for over a year, Ryan, that I would visualize every night, every single morning, I would visualize the announcer, the head judge, mm. calling out my name as the British overall heavyweight champion of the UK. I visualized that for over a year. Mm. So when it manifested... It wasn't a shock to me. Mm. So I just knew that I was going to win because I believed in it because I visualized it so much. That caused, caused so much faith inside of me mm. and I expected to win. And I did the work. Obviously, I hibernated for a whole year and trained so hard and stuck to my nutrition year, year round. And a funny story was, if you're not sure about the story, three weeks out, I was training with my mentor, my coach at the time, Harold Marulia. We were training together in, in his gym in Crawley in England and I was shouting out Zach's name while I was doing walking lunges outside on the hill. I had like hundred pounds on my back and I'm doing these walking lunges and I'm screaming Zach Khan while the other guys that are doing lunges with me are all throwing up, you know, we're literally pushing ourselves to the limit. But I can remember all these sort of key events literally leading up to the British finals in Nottingham. So when we both got called out, you know, as first and second, I knew that I had to have the upper hand, even though he outweighed me by, I think it was like 45, 50 pounds. I was like 219, 220. And I think Zach was probably around 265, 270. And I knew I couldn't beat him for size, but I knew if I got this right mm. and my condition was on point, I knew I had a shot. So when I saw Zach, he looked big, but I also knew I, I could beat him in that in that time because it was a mind, it was kind of like a, a, a um, yeah. mind games, if you will, yeah. like Lou Ferrigno and, and Arnold Schwarzenegger when they're kind of having those mindset or mind game battles. I just looked at Zach and he's a good friend of mine. I looked at him and I just wanted to win so bad, but I already felt like I already won, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of people know that story. I don't remember staring down and looking at Zach. I was just so focused. I knew I had a job to do. And I think when you rehearse something in your mind so, so much, 
it's like it's real. Yeah. It, it appears real and the brain doesn't know if something's imagined or if it's real or not. So I believed months before that I was going to win that show. Mm. And I think what we need to do is really leverage the power of visualization. This is, this is, this is what we try and coach our clients. People don't use their higher faculties anymore yeah. because of distraction. So we just got to go back to the basics, do the basics, do them often and do them well is one of my favorite sayings. Get back to the essence of who we are and use our higher faculties. Because mm. if we don't, we'll ask for someone else. What do you think I should do? Yeah. We'll allow other people to make the decisions for us. Wow. So you talked about hibernation um, and, and doing the work. What, what sort of... Um sacrifices you know did you have to overcome you know what what sort of things would you would you have done what 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 routines what habits would you have developed during that time when i was bodybuilding yeah yeah you know what and that's the thing again i talk about with transformation everybody's looking for the easy route mm. like i really believe sacrifice can be done negatively and positively mm -hmm. meaning sacrificing things that are holding you back, sacrificing things of a lower nature and replacing it with something of a higher nature, mm -hmm. something that's going to get you close to the goal. Yep. So if that means giving up chocolate, mm -hmm. then you have to do what's required of you in order to meet your target. But what people are doing is that balance. I want balance <laughs> and balance means having, you know, having a six pack of beer and, you know, having a pizza, you know, four or five times a week. And, if, if someone wants a good looking figure, they've got to change their eating habits and they've got to make a few sacrifices. I mean, let's not kid each other mm -hmm. on here. Mm -hmm. Let's call the spade a spade. You, if you want to be good at something, number one, you've got to put your 10,000 hours into it. Mm. And number two, you've got to make some sacrifices. And I think in this day and age, in the industry I'm in, we're, we've gone a little bit too soft. We've got to get back to discipline. And discipline is when you give yourself a command and you follow it, mm -hmm. not someone else giving you a command. It's what you're, you're telling yourself mm -hmm. to do. But unfortunately in the industry that I'm in, we let ourselves off the hook. And this is why obesity is going up and up and up is we've got to get back to having some type of mental toughness or some type of regimen, mm -hmm. or we have to call people out. Or if someone really wants to change and they're going to have to do something that they've never done before, and that's why I love the quote by Buckminster Fuller. He talks about, you never change things by fighting the existing reality. To change something, you build a new model that makes the existing model obsolete. Mm -hmm. So what I mean by that mm -hmm. is, if your way hasn't served you, then you've got to do something different. And in order to do something different, it sucks. It's painful because you're doing something new. Mm -hmm. And what Jasmine and I coach, that's good. It's called the unprecedented life. It's a life that you've never had before. Mm. So embrace it. Embrace the struggle. Embrace the challenge because it's good for you and it's a sign of growth for a human being. Mm. Yeah, I love that. I love that a lot. And um, with um, with with your coaching and you're applying now your your mindset and your purpose to leaving that legacy and helping other people. What would you say um, your you know core values would be? The core values is what I'm wearing right now. This is my governor philosophy, and it's for the, for the man, really. Sorry about that. I told you, Facebook is giving us some some challenges to put up with in the most recent weeks. So um, bear with me a second while I just um, re-get this going. Uh, 
because this is an epic conversation. So need to be carrying this one on. Loving this. Sorry about that. Can you hear me loud and clear? I can hear you. Fantastic. This is the second time in two weeks that I've been kicked off halfway through. I need to be having a word for Mr. Zuckerberg. <laughs> hey, you know what? Bob Proctor used to say to me, a pro is at their best regardless, right? Absolutely. So, technology is technology. Smile Nothing and wave. About it. Absolutely. So uh, I think we were in the <laughs> middle of the, uh, the talk about your, your values. So sorry to cut you off. Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, the governor philosophy. So basically, there's uh, four to five pillars. So it talks about the governor philosophy is the health. Mm. So a man needs to, th this was my realization a year ago, January, Jan, what was it? Christmas Eve, 2017. I was about 255 pounds, wanted to go back to bodybuilding, had a massive pec tail. Long story short, Brian, I ended up making a decision to finally once and for all to not compete ever again. Mm -hmm. And it was a defining moment for me. And it's been very, very hard for me to let go of bodybuilding. But anyway, the first thing I had to do was get control of my health. I had to get rid of some of this muscle mm -hmm. and I wanted to feel optimal. So I figured out a strategy. How can I allow myself to get into the best shape of my life and have the vibrancy and energy that I need in order to build something substantial? So I really wanted to get my health in order. So I kind of seeked out people that had vibrant energy, you know, people like mm. Tony Robbins. Mm. I watched my girlfriend, Jasmine, have all this energy and she would do something called what we call intermittent fasting. Mm -hmm. So I really be didn't believe in anything. I'm a bodybuilder, very bodybuilders are very closed minded. And they believe it's their way or the highway. So I've always been a very curious person. And I always believe that success leaves clues. So if people have vibrance of energy, they get a lot done and they're very successful, then that's a sign that I should maybe at least try out what they're doing. So I gave it a try. I started fasting, fell in love with it. Now I really got my health in order. I feel phenomenal. I'm 42 years of age and I've never had this energy I've ever had before. This is the kind of energy that I had when I was playing soccer. Mm. So one of the key pillars is health. You've got to get the health. Health is number one. Mm -hmm. Once we got that, we've, we've developed the values. We developed the habits of having vibrant health. Then the next thing we really want to start focusing on is getting the best relationship with our family, with our kids and our significant other. And making sure that a, a man has date nights with his significant other, making sure that communication's on point, uh, making sure that you as a man are devoting time and energy to your relationship with your significant other, but also with your kids as well. So you're trying to become a better man. And then with that, number three is you got to get your money game right. This is something, oh my goodness, that I could write a book on uh, trying to get the money game right. And I really believe it's a subconscious conditioning that's been passed on to us. And our parents did the best they possibly could mm -hmm. with what they had. Mm -hmm. But when you see that you go, you go through life as a kid through struggle, then that's your blueprint. So you can absolutely change it through forced repetition or through emotional impact. But this is something that I've had to work on continuously to get my money game in order. And that's another thing, which is part of the governor philosophy. Mm. And on the top of that is connections making sure that you've got good connections with the right people and that can mean connections from all over the world mm. and then i would say the last one the last philosophy for that is to make sure that you are leaving something of that's going to sort of help towards your surname mm -hmm. so for example 
like the brown surname needs to stand for something. So when you transition from this world, mm. you know, I want that surname to mean something that, you know, what Troy did was something substantial that really made an impact on the planet. Mm -hmm. And I really believe this is something that is part of the governor philosophy. So it's still a work in progress. I'm still sort of massaging it. Yep. And, but it's really sort of it's sort of unveiling as I'm going along. I'm sort of understanding that it's going to become evergreen. I'm going to keep adding to it. Mm -hmm. But right now it's four or five main main pillars. And right now I'm really heavy, heavy, heavily focusing on health. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm promoting right now mm -hmm. is really getting in people's faces, getting people annoyed because <laughs> I see a lot of men that walk around and they're not happy with the, the body that they're in and they don't have the energy they want. They wake up in the morning feeling sick and tired. They are depressed mm -hmm. where I was you know, a year and a half ago. Uh, they have high anxiety and they don't value themselves or they don't respect themselves, or they don't have enough self-love as a man. And when we talk about love as a man, we get, we think that's just for, you know, the, the, the for, for women as an mm -hmm. example. So I'm really pushing the, I'm really getting in people's faces right now on social media. I've uh, just started up a YouTube channel where I'm going to be talking about these philosophies a, lot, a little bit more and making sure the biggest thing of all that a man needs solitude. He needs time on his own. Mm -hmm where he can focus on devoting time to his passion. Mm -hmm. So for, for me, Ryan, music's my passion. I love DJing. I love music production. And this is something that I suppressed for years. I had, I came to a fork in the road. It was bodybuilding or music. <coughs> and I chose bodybuilding. Mm -hmm. I could have done both, but I'm the sort of person that when you make a decision, you need to go all in. There's no plan B. Mm -hmm. So I went all in with bodybuilding. But now that sort of that, uh, that world has gone now. Mm. Now it's all about getting back to my passions, like focusing on the right side of my brain, meaning the creativity side of my brain, which will mean like drawing. I used to be, I used to love drawing mm. and, and DJing and music production. So I'm getting back to those things I absolutely love. And a man needs once a week or more, depending on his schedule, I like Sundays where he will take two hours or three hours or four hours on his own, where he focuses on his passions. And what I do every Sunday is I from basically two, two, two o'clock to about four o'clock. I'll listen to all my favorite um, DJs in the UK and I'll just catch up on all the latest music, but that's time for me. Mm. So a man needs to give back to his passions. And if he doesn't have any passions, he needs to get quiet. He needs to get back to solitude and figure out what that is mm. because every man has some type of gift. They just maybe potentially haven't found it yet. Yeah, that's epic. I can relate so much to that. And, um, you know, I think in the mindset world as well, there's so many people that feel that if they spend time on themselves, parents specifically, um, you know, they feel like if they prioritize themselves, it's a bit selfish. And it's one of the big things I've learned over the last year is if, if I can prioritize myself and do a few things that helps me be at my best, then I'm going to be who the people around me need me to be. And you know, that's a huge lesson for me. And I think the way that you articulated that was just um, really, really powerful. I mean, like any good student, like any good mentor, like I have taken an absolute ton of notes here. And, you know, th there's so much value that comes out of your mouth. I don't even feel like you're trying. It's just you've lived and you've breathed this. And, um, and I think that anyone that works with you, obviously you, they, they've got some serious value um, coming from you and i think you know very fortunate to have you as, as their coach or mentor um, and as i feel very fortunate to have you come and join um and share that with with our com uh, community um 
and and I'd just like to ask you a, a final question, really. And, and my a lot of my purpose is all about enabling other people to be better than they were yesterday. And I'm just curious to know what being better than yesterday means to you. Being better than when you were yesterday. I, again, it's, it's like what I was saying earlier, you're either grown or you're dying. People mm -hmm. think that they, they are standing still. They truly are. But if you're not taking risks and my old mentor used to say, if you're not living on the edge, you're taking up too much room. <laughs> And I, I really believe in that. So I think that you've always got to be looking for ways to get uncomfortable. And I think a lot of us, including myself, I hold both hands up, that I've got went through life just coasting and tiptoeing safely to death. Now, there's nothing wrong with that. Yep. You know, I just believe that if you are goal purpose driven, then you're always going to be going towards something and i've always believed that when you move closer towards your goal your goal moves closer towards you you become this magnetic force mm. so you you have to be if you really are into the laws of success and you're into personal professional development you have to as a man or a woman look to get better mm -hmm. you and we're at a great time of year right now where a lot of us are in contemplation stages where we're actually upset with ourselves because we set maybe some objectives that we didn't even hit. We didn't even get close to it. And I'm here to say to you that that's okay. Just let it go. We all got a new 365 coming up. Mm. We all get to wipe the slate clean and we all get to start over. We're creating a new chapter in our life. This is brand new. So even though though I do get, I've had the odd moment where I've been contemplating and said, if, if only, but sometimes we're not just ready yet. Mm -hmm. And I really believe now is a great time to start making plans as a man or a woman and plan out, you know, your month of January, plan out the next six months, or even if you're even that ambitious, plan out the whole year. Mm. And that way, you know exactly where you are going. You may have to change the directory or maybe change some things on the game plan, um, but you can do that as you go. So I really believe that everybody should be planning, scheduling and getting everything in order yeah. for, for, for the new year. And if you are a person that lets yourself off the hook, usually around about the three week mark into January, then you've got to get people that you respect that are going to call you out when you slip off track. Mm -hmm. And what these people will do is say, Hey, Ryan, you told me that you were going to do this. You told me you were going to do that. Hey, buddy, let's get back on course. Mm -hmm. And I don't know about you, but I, I'm, I like shiny objects and I get easy distracted. Mm -hmm. So that's why I, I paid 20 grand last year or in 2018 this year to get coaches because I know what I'm like. Mm -hmm. You know, I get very excited in the moment and I get easy distracted. Mm -hmm. So I need people in my corner to say, Oi, Troy. You said you were going to do this. Let's get back on track. Yep. And you're, when someone has a goal and they're telling you from their heart how much it means to them, and then you see them veering off track, then you got to get them back on track. And that's a sign of a good coach. Mm -hmm. People think that coaches, oh, here's a paper document. Off you go. Good luck, Tiger. Go get them. <laughs> but honestly, a true, true coach will call you out on your BS yeah. when you're not following through. So... Now is the time right now is to get your plan in place and get on the road to having an awesome 2019, mm. but it's going to be uncomfortable. Absolutely. It's going to be ups and downs. It's going to be trials and tribulations. You just got to keep 
on keeping on mm -hmm. and use the resources like what you're doing. Watch these episodes. Yeah. There's so many resources at our fingertips right now. It's so easy. Yeah. You know, it's so easy to stay inspired now. Motivation won't last. It's like a warm bath, right? But inspiration will last forever. So you've got to do things that are going to inspire you on a daily basis if you have a big, big goal. Yeah. Hopefully that makes sense. No, absolutely. Totally makes sense. And, you know, you, you talked a little about love tonight. You talked a little bit about accountability and um, one thing we like to do in the We Are Always Better Than Yesterday community is we hold this accountability session called Love Tough. And I think love comes first because we have a compassion, we have a care for our for our, um, our community members. We want the best for them. We want them to win. We want them to succeed. But the toughness follows because actually if we do truly love and care about you and your success, then we're going to say the things that are necessary um, exactly as you've described it. We call people out from a place of love, from a place of trust and from a place of compassion. Yeah. Yeah. Well said. Yeah. Well said. Is there beautiful? How can um, how can our viewers, watchers, listeners um, find out more of your content? So you talked about a, a YouTube channel. Where else can they um, check you out? Yeah, I've got a podcast called The Persistence Factor that mm. I released this year. It's doing pretty well, and um, I've had some really great guests on there. And it's it's just my way of. I've been very intrigued by the book think and grow rich mm -hmm. especially the chapter on persistence that really has helped me immensely through many tough times mm -hmm. in my life so that was kind of the reason why i wanted to sort of use the stories those sort of rags to riches stories and get people on that have been through major major adversity like i've had some crazy mm -hmm. stories like stories that will just blow your mind and i just want people to go to this go to iTunes and, and just use this as a resource, especially in January to be inspired. So they, I've got that, the persistence factors on iTunes and uh, feel free to leave a review. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I always like to do that mm -hmm. because my goal is to make that particular podcast, the number one platform or the number one podcast in Canada. Mm -hmm. I don't know why it just, mm -hmm. it just resonates with me, yep. you know, go big or go home. And then secondly, if, if people want to get a hold of me and uh, they can find <coughs> me on Instagram, uh, the Troy Brown, and I'll have a coaching page on Facebook called the coach Troy Brown. And um, I have a, a website called the, uh, it's called apexphysiques.ca. And that's just basically our transformation um, website mm -hmm. where we transform bodies. We used to focus heavily on the physique world. Now we've sort of transitioned away from that. Now we focus on the gem population because I feel that's where we can do our best work. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. Will you um, will you leave our, our watchers, listeners, viewers a final thought from yourself? So, what's coming to mind right now, I might from my intuition, from my heart, is if you haven't achieved what you were set out to achieve in 2018, just extend the date, extend the date, and write out another blueprint. Write something out concise because we all know this writing causes thinking mm -hmm. when you write something down it's concrete you know it sends something i think it sends like a light signal to the brain and what happens in that moment not only are you thinking about it now you're giving it even more power mm. and now you've got to take the action you can't just sit in the lotus position and expect it to come to you yeah. which is what the secret says and i love that documentary by the way because it does make you feel good mm -hmm. and Embrace the struggle because the, the struggle is there as your, it's your story. And without struggle, there's no story. Mm. So embrace mm. it and know that if you are going through a tough, tough time, if you are, if you have the desire for change and you make a true decision, you won't stay there long. Mm. You're going to get hit with another one. Just know that it's the law of life. Tie goes in, tie goes out. 
hot and cold. There's no outside to an inside of a room. You know, hot and cold, sweet and sour. There's, there's, it's called the law of polarity. It's, it's normal. It's everyone, when they think about tr uh, body transformation, everyone thinks that physique transformation, changing your body should be like this, linear. <laughs> changing your body, building a business is like this. One minute, you're fired up. Next minute, oh, I want to quit. I'm done. Mm. I'm done. But just know that that's the law of life and it's the law of rhythm. You must pursue and you must push yourself and you must force yourself to do it if it's important to you. And if not for you, do it for your family and do it for the people that you care about. Because here's the reality. With social media, what really gets me juiced up and why I do what I do is my son watches me every day. Yeah. And he is my legacy. He's going to take on. When I transition, I would love for him. It's up to him. I don't want to tell him what to do. Mm. But for him to carry on mm. and to serve and to help more people. And that's why I do what I do. That's why I push myself. That's why I'm like, I wake up in the morning. I'm so, I'm so frightened. So I'm scared because I'm going out of my comfort zone. And sometimes we worry about what people think. So I'm here to tell you, if you knew what people were thinking, you would be speechless. So make sure that, don't worry about what people think. They're going to judge you if you're skinny. They're going to judge you if you're overweight. They're going to judge you if you're big and muscular. That's just the way it is. Accept it and get on with it. Yeah. Mr. Troy Brown, this has been an honor and a privilege. Like, seriously, so much, so much insight, so much value. And, um, yeah, guys, if you have been watching, you've been listening, push the screen, follow Troy if you're not already, get in contact, let him know that you know drop a comment let him know what really resonated there's so much that i've written down here but if there's something if there's one thing that's really resonated with you and like troy said it's not about what you know it's about what you put into practice it's about taking um taking that knowledge and then using it in your everyday life that's why i do these interview sessions that is um why i bring people on like troy is about understanding what works for them so that it might work for you too so there's a there's a thousand and one things that, that Troy has shared with us this, this afternoon, this evening, wherever you're watching, listening from. Can I just say thank you so much? You have been uh, an absolute inspiration. Um, I'm really, really grateful for you for joining. Um, I hope that we stay in touch. And I, um, I hope that you have a great 2019. And to everybody that's tuned in to a Always Better Than Yesterday interview session this year, this has been episode 29. Let me just say thank you from the bottom of my heart. Uh, you're helping me live my purpose, which is about creating a world that is always better than yesterday. And I think that will happen through the small interactions that we have on a daily basis and every listen and every watch and every play of these interview sessions that enables us a little bit closer. So thank you, everybody. I'm going to go to bed with a heavy heart, a big heart, full heart, um, full of gratitude. So here's to a great 2019. Thank you so much, Ryan. Take care, everybody, and happy 2019. Fantastic. Much love, brother. Take care, brother.